Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Down through the 40s, and by morning, we're going to be in the 30s across the area with light winds and few clouds. Mostly sunny skies for your Thursday afternoon. Temperatures into the mid to upper 60s across the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, Georgetown at 52, Bowie 48, Leesburg 49, and some of us could be down to the 30s again. It's 859. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight, breaking news on WTOP. President Biden says he and China's President Xi have made some deals, including the resumption of military-to-military communication and the battle against fentanyl. On the crisis in the Middle East, what is the latest on the release of the hostages? In our area, why a Montgomery County school teacher is now placed on administrative leaves. We are uh, administrative leave tonight. We are learning that hateful messages are involved. New calls for an investigation into the site selection process for the new FBI headquarters. And what is the punishment for the mother of that six-year-old boy who shot his teacher in class in Newport News earlier this year? It's nine o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Constructive and productive is how President Biden describes his talks with China's leader, Xi Jinping. Mr. Biden says when it comes to military leaders in both countries. Back to direct, open, clear, direct communications on 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 a direct basis. Vital miscalculations on either side. The president says in the fight against fentanyl. Today, with this new understanding, we're taking action to significantly reduce the flow of precursor chemicals and pill presses from China to the Western Hemisphere. It's going to save lives, and I appreciate President Xi's commitment. When asked about the Israel-Hamas war, Mr. Biden says the war will stop when Hamas no longer maintains the capacity to murder, and he urges caution near civilians. Israeli forces have now occupied Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital and say during their targeted raids inside the facility, they found weapons, and but no Hamas fighters or hostages. CBS's Deborah Pata. Civilians continue to bear the brunt of this war. It's a dire situation inside the hospital and outside the hospital, with bodies piling up because it's too dangerous dangerous to attempt to bury them. The morgues are overflowing and the health system has collapsed. The Senate is expected to vote on a stopgap funding bill that would push off a spending fight until early next year. CBS's Scott McFarland on Capitol Hill with the latest. Things are looking optimistic for getting this through the U.S. Senate for this bill's supporters. There's a resignation that this is going to pass and they're going to be punting a very contentious issue till January and February. A new development in the Georgia election interference case against former President Trump and 18 others. CBS's Nora O'Donnell. The judge says he will soon issue an emergency protective order after witness videos were leaked to the media. Videos published by the Washington Post and other news outlets showed defendants like Jenna Ellis, Sidney Powell, and Kenneth Cheeseborough being interviewed by prosecutors, although it was part of their plea agreements. Now, an attorney for one of the 19 defendants admitted in court he released videos because the public had the right to see them. The wife of New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy is launching a bid for the seat of embattled Democratic Senator Bob Menendez. CBS's Wendy Gillette. I'm Tammy Murphy. The first lady of New Jersey made the announcement with the release of a video. She joins a crowded primary field already vying for the Senate seat. At least five Democrats have announced a run against Menendez, who has pleaded not guilty to federal bribery charges. Amy Dacey is a political expert at American University. She's very succinct about what she wants to work on. Says she wants to lower the cost of living 
protect abortion rights and gun violence epidemic and defend our democracy. If Murphy wins, she'll be the first female senator in New Jersey history. Stocks ended higher on Wall Street. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 903 on WTOP on this Wednesday night, November 15th, 2023. Rockville at 49, many suburbs down to the 30s later. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. New on WTOP, a Montgomery County school teacher is now on administrative leave. This after she's accused of posting anti-Semitic messages to Facebook. The story tonight from WTOP's Mike Marillo. Sabrina Khan-Williams teaches history as well as diversity, equity and inclusion classes at Tilden Middle School in Rockville. But she's on administrative leave after allegedly posting content that the school system is classified as hurtful and anti-Semitic in nature. I was uh, a bit scared and angry. While the school system won't give actual specifics on the post, Emily Prophet, who is among the parents who saw screenshots of alleged Facebook posts made by the teacher making the round, says... She's posting things that are akin to like a Holocaust denier. She's posting denial of a, a massacre that occurred on October 7th. Without providing details, the school's principal notified parents on Sunday about it, saying the posts were reported to the school system and will be investigated. She also says Tilden strives to be a no place for hate school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Last week, the GSA announced that the new FBI headquarters will be built in Greenbelt, Maryland. However, now a group of Virginia lawmakers says it has serious questions about why Springfield, Virginia, was not the final choice. In a letter to the General Services Administration Office of Inspector General, the group of 11 lawmakers demands the IG investigate the selection, excuse me, investigate the selection process. They say the process was fouled by political considerations and alleged impropriety. They're raising concerns about a potential conflict of interest with a GSA official who played a role in the final decision since she once worked with the Washington Metropolitan Area Transit Authority. The GSA says it's aware of the letter and welcomes a review of its decision-making process. WTOP has also reached out to the independent GSA Inspector General's office for comment. 905. New tonight, this story shocked the nation earlier this year. A six-year-old boy shot and injured his teacher at a Virginia elementary school just days after New Year's. Today, his mother, Deja Taylor, was sentenced to almost two years in prison for using marijuana while owning a gun. Taylor's son took her gun to school back in January and used it to shoot first-grade teacher Abby's Werner. That happened at Richneck Elementary School in Newport News. Taylor is also facing a separate sentencing next month for felony child neglect. This past Monday alone, Montgomery County Police made 13 carjacking arrests, all of them teenagers. Four 15-year-olds, a 16-year-old, and then an 18-year-old were picked up in connection with two armed carjackings. The teens were caught after two officers noticed the stolen cars near Georgia and Wayne Avenues in Silver Spring. Then you had another group of teens placed under arrest, 17 and younger, and they were picked up in connection with a Kia that was reported stolen earlier in the day. An off-duty Baltimore County police officer spotted that car. 906. 
election 2023 on WTOP. Here we are more than a week after election night in Virginia. The incumbent Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney is conceding tonight. Now she paves the way for a familiar face to take office in January. Our approach has made our county safer. Loudoun County Commonwealth's attorney, Buda Biberai, says her campaign won't seek a recount in a tight race against challenger Bob Anderson. Outside the courthouse here in Leesburg, she praised her office for helping to reduce crime and make Loudoun County a safe place to live. We modernized the Commonwealth's attorney's office, increasing resources for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. Biberai trailed Anderson by about 300 votes, but says using taxpayer money for a recount isn't in the community's best interest. Biberai made history as the first woman to be elected as Commonwealth's attorney in Loudoun County in 2019. Anderson was the Commonwealth's attorney here from 1996 to 2003. In a statement, he says he's ready to work to restore transparency to the office. In Leesburg, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. A key figure in the first Donald Trump impeachment is running for Congress in Virginia for the seat that's currently being held by Abigail Spanberger. Eugene Vinman is a retired Army colonel who, along with his twin brother, Alexander Vinman, raised alarms about former President Trump's actions toward Ukraine. The Washington Post reports Eugene Vinman will announce he'll run for Congress in the 7th District in Virginia. He's the first Democrat to announce a campaign to succeed Spanberger, who is now going for the governor's office. A career military officer who went from fighting in Iraq to serving in the White House as a national security advisor, Vinman says he is a newcomer to Virginia politics. And he's better known for his time in D.C., but he adds his other experiences would make him, in his opinion, a good congressman. Coming up here on WTOP, new rules for big tech on not discriminating against certain communities. Stay with us tonight. Thompson Creek Window Company designs, builds, and installs replacement windows without the middleman markup. You get high-quality windows at an affordable price direct from our local factory. For limited time, buy one window, get one 40% off, plus no interest for 18 months. Take advantage of Black Friday savings all month long on new windows and doors to keep you warm and comfortable this winter. Call 855-57-CREEK now. Nine oh eight. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only fifty nine dollars. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 270 southbound at Shady Grove Road, traffic is at a stop in the main lanes. Believe we have a new crash there and nobody is getting by in the main lanes on southbound 270 at Shady Grove Road. Northbound, all travel lanes are open. Traffic is running pretty well around the Beltway, though, in Maryland and in Virginia. 50 out to the Bay Bridge is good to go, and traffic on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway is pretty light. Not a whole lot happening in either direction on the BW Parkway or 95. In uh, Virginia on 95, they are doing some work on uh, the northbound side at Falmouth at Route 17. Traffic in the local lanes is being diverted onto Route 17 tonight, and uh, they're going to probably take a lane or so in the main lanes as well. Traffic on 66 is pretty quiet. No delays to report either way. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped clients win the compensation they deserve and has always paid no fee unless your case is won. Visit gblawyers.com and feel better. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. All right, Bob, now to Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Clouds making their way out of here, and it's going to be cold, but not quite as cold as it was last evening and overnight. Temperatures through the 40s, mid-30s to around 40 degrees by early Thursday morning. Our Friday Eve looking pretty good with partly sunny to mostly sunny skies. Then on Friday, we've got a chance for some rain around the area, around 70 degrees during the afternoon 
afternoon, rain comes in during the overnight period, and it's out of here by early Saturday morning. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now in Rockville, 49, Ashburn, 52, District Heights, 50. Some parts of the area could be down to the 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. 9:10. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. On a party-line vote, the FCC has enacted new rules to forbid Internet providers from discriminating against poor and minority communities. Broadband companies say the rule will prove impossible to administer and may discourage investment. Stocks extended their November gains on growing expectations that the Fed will engineer a so-called economic soft landing. Dow Industrials climbed 164, the S&P gained 7, the Nasdaq rose 9. Target gained nearly 18 percent. Quarterly earnings beat estimates thanks to less discounting and better inventory control. Same-store sales fell less than expected. Walmart opens its books tomorrow. Robots outnumber humans 15 to 1 at UPS' newest and largest warehouse near Louisville, Kentucky. UPS doesn't say how many fewer workers it needs in an automated facility. It does say the robots reduce injuries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asia-Pacific markets all lower now. Hong Kong down one and a quarter percent. Tokyo stocks down more than half a percent. Still ahead on WTOP, we thought that the auto workers strike was behind us, and maybe it mostly is, but what about GM's contract with the United Auto Workers? We'll get a live update here in just minutes. It's 9-13. Eva's wedding. Nana's 80th. My first interview. Whenever I'm on the road, I wonder, where's everyone going? Every truck, bus, car, or bike. We all share the goal of going somewhere special beyond where we're driving to. So, let's work together to make sure we all get there safely. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Paid for by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration. Dad, word on the street is that you're retiring. That is not true. I am cutting back, but I am not leaving Rocky Gorge. Nothing is more fulfilling to me than taking care of people's pets and hearing about their lives and families. I'm glad, and although Mom loves you, I'm not sure she's ready for you to be home all the time. I guess I can't say that I blame her. From everyone at Rocky Gorge, thank you for trusting your pet's care to us for the past 72 years. Coming up here, the Wizards not putting up much of a fight against Dallas tonight. Sports in 10 minutes with Frank on WTOP. Did you know that motor vehicle crashes are the number one cause of death among children? Three out of four child safety seats are not installed correctly. When installed and used properly, a child safety seat can reduce the risk of death by as much as 71%. Choose a safety restraint system based on your child's age, weight, and height. Test it out to make sure that it's an appropriate fit for both your child and your vehicle. Keep children safe by making sure they are properly restrained. Fitzgerald Auto Malls holds free child safety seat events on the third Thursday of every month. Get your child seat installed and inspected by a nationally certified technician on Thursday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. That's Thursday, November 16th from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at Fitzgerald Buick GMC on Nicholson Lane in Rockville. A properly installed child safety seat can 
can mean the difference between life and death for a child. For more, please visit Fitzmall.com. 914. Here is a highlight from Richard Brakeiron, the Senior Director of Strategic Initiatives for the Americas Public Sector at Comvault on the Industry Exchange Cloud, sponsored by Comvault. So before you go to the cloud, don't move data that you can't talk to. Don't just lift it. And if you do go to the cloud, give AWS a heads up, hey, 50% of this data is like, is three years old. Maybe you can help us on the tiering at the outset. Watch the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Industry Exchange Cloud. The multi-cloud environment has arrived, but the journey to the multi-cloud has been anything but tested or proven. Join us to learn how your agency can effectively, efficiently, and securely leverage the best of what multi-cloud offers to manage your data at each hybrid point along the journey. A unique panel of AWS, Commvault, and Kellen Technologies shows you how a trusted panel of partners smooth the transition and deliver the resiliency that has always been the value proposition underpinning hybrid multi-cloud technology. Washington's Top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 915, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks a lot for being with us. The vote on the tentative contract deal between General Motors and the United Auto Workers Union appears to be too close to call at this hour as tallies at more factories were announced today. The union has not posted the final vote totals yet. However, workers at several large factories who cast their votes in the past few days have turned down the nearly five-year deal. Voting also continues on the contract with Ford and Stellantis, which is the parent company for Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep. Joining us now, automotive news reporter Lindsay Van Hawley, who's been with us several times throughout the strike in recent weeks. Well, Lindsay, welcome back to WTOP. Why the trouble here with GM? What do we know? Well, thanks for having me. You know, the ratification votes at all three of the automakers have been going on for a couple of weeks now. And, you know, it, it goes plant by plant. So we're beginning to see as these votes come in kind of where the um, where the support is. And, and there's a, a couple of different, you know, kind of pieces to this. You know, there are some parts uh, distribution centers and, you know, kind of some components facilities that are going to be brought up to higher manufacturing wages if the deal is ratified. And we've seen some support early from uh, from those facilities. But over the last couple of days, we've seen uh, r- results begin to come in from some of the assembly plants. And a number of them uh, actually voted to reject the tentative agreement. And as of this morning, it was looking uh, you know, pretty close. It still is pretty close. Uh, but a couple of Additional vote results came in today, one from an SUV plant in Arlington, Texas, where about 61% of workers there supported it, and another one at uh, a new joint venture battery plant in Ohio, which had uh, 96% support. Uh, Workers under that plant would be brought under the national uh, UAW contract with GM if that is ratified. So, you know, it is very close. There's, There's been a number of of different, you know, locals that are still reporting. And so we, we won't know the final tally until voting wraps up, um, possibly as soon as tomorrow, uh, by the end of the week, for sure. Just projecting ahead a little bit, if there aren't enough votes, the GM deal does not pass, what happens then? You know, it's it's a little bit hard to tell at this point. You know, I think, um, you know, it, it would seem that it would go back to bargaining. It's unclear whether, you know, the the union would call workers back on strike at that point if that were to happen. Uh, so there's a lot, I think, that would still be up in the air if that were to be the result. And what about the returns for uh, Ford workers and Stellantis workers? Are those contracts uh, much further along in terms of actually being voted on and approved? 
they're all in different varying stages just based on when the the local unions and the plants have have their voting, but the voting so far has been a little bit more in favor at Ford and Stellantis than at GM. Lindsay, thank you very much. It just goes to show, you know, we make a big deal about these tentative deals, but until the votes are in, you never know. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Uh, Lindsay Van Hulley there. She's live with us on WTOP, automotive news reporter, as we're waiting to learn whether enough GM workers actually are going to approve the deal, or maybe it's back to the bargaining table. Top stories on WTOP. President Biden says that China has agreed to resume direct military-to-military communication after meeting for nearly four hours today with Chinese President Xi. New developments in the effort to free hostages in Gaza. And Virginia politicians say they do not accept Greenbelt, Maryland as the site of the new FBI headquarters until there's been a formal investigation. That's what they're asking for tonight. Keep it here for full details. It's time for Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, 270 southbound has been at a stop at Shady Grove Road because of a crash. The only thing getting by are the local lanes. You can get by that way around this crash. And uh, for at last report, all of the main lanes are currently stopped around it. But the local lanes do get by coming down from 370 past the crash on 270 south. Northbound all travel lanes are open. We're in good shape. On 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway and traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge is doing all right. And around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, all is quiet so far tonight. In Virginia, on 66, traffic is running well both inside and outside the Beltway. 95 northbound uh, traffic in Falmouth at Route 17. And the local lanes are being diverted onto Route 17 tonight in preparation for tomorrow's opening of the new span over the Rappahannock Bridge and the service road there. But uh, in the main lanes, traffic does get by. And in the district on South Capitol Street near Washington Street, there is a demonstration going on which has all lanes of South Capitol Street blocked in both directions. Federal employees, Sentara Health Plans is now in Northern Virginia. Visit SentaraHealthPlans.com slash federal. This plan is issued by Sentara Health Plans. Exclusions, terms, and conditions apply. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Okay, Bob, now to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist with what we're looking at the rest of this week. I see some warmth is coming back pretty soon. Uh, yes, we've got two days, your Thursday and Friday, like that. It's at the end of the week here. Sometimes folks do get a couple of days off. Uh, and it's going to be really pretty for tomorrow, but we got to, you know, deal with a cold morning tomorrow with the skies clearing, light winds, our temperatures dropping mid thirties to around 40 degrees is where we're going to start your day tomorrow. We'll quickly climb just shy of 70 for tomorrow with sunny skies. Just a beauty of a day. And then on Friday, it's going to be dry for the morning rush, dry for the midday time period even for the evening rush it's looking dry however we'll start partly sunny we'll turn mostly cloudy by sunset and then we're tracking some rain here with a quick moving weather maker a little bit of rain by 10 to 11 p.m showers out of here by saturday sunrise and then you've got another gorgeous stretch of days sunshine for saturday sunday upper 50s your high temperature so that's just a couple of degrees below average and already looking to next week the next big weather maker Tuesday Wednesday could finally get a soaking of rain and it is something that we need with some of the brush fires burning out in western portions of Virginia right now that system uh, could slow folks down if they're hitting the road it's looking dry for Thanksgiving itself but again some rain for Tuesday and Wednesday right now we've got Fairfax coming in at 52 degrees Rockville Maryland at 50 the district's 53 and we're brought to you by Len the plumber heating and air trusted same-day service seven days a week. 
Coming up on WTOP, the latest on our breaking news. President Biden offers a peek into his nearly four-hour meeting with China's President Xi Jinping tonight. We'll have a CBS special report. Now 9.22. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We are making music to remember at our next concert, and I'd love for you to be there for every enchanting note. Immerse yourself in the raw power of live symphony. November 16th and 18th in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall, the National Symphony Orchestra invites you to enjoy an unforgettable evening filled with some of the most ravishing music ever composed. Revel in the delicate poetry, subtle romance, and wistful joy of Mozart's Piano Concerto No. 23 in the hands of guest soloist Orion Weiss. Celebrated worldwide as one of today's leading pianists, Weiss has been praised by the Washington Post as an effortlessly brilliant performer with powerful technique and exceptional insight. Let the music take you where you've never been before. Don't miss these soaring performances led by Ken David Mazur at the Kennedy Center, November 16th and 18th. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. Federal employee open season is November 13th through December 11th. United Healthcare Federal Programs offers FEHB medical plans along with FedVIP dental and vision plans, all designed with a member in mind. Benefits include a focus on total health and wellness, innovative programs and partnerships, and large provider networks. Find a plan that's right for you at uhcfeds.com. That's uhcfeds.com. United Healthcare Federal Programs is there for what matters. CBS News Special Report. President Biden and China's President Xi have met at the APEC Economic Conference in San Francisco. I welcome the positive steps we've taken today, and it's important for the world to see. Positive steps like an agreement to reopen military-to-military contact between the two nations and an agreement for China to restart cooperation on counter-narcotics efforts. CBS's Weijia Zhang says the discussions were a turning point. These two leaders have not spoken, even on the phone, in the past year because the relationship has grown so rocky. Jake Werner with the Quincy Institute says there's still a lot of work to be done. It still remains the case that there are these deep structural problems in the relationship. And sooner or later, those are going to have to be addressed as well. Problems including their conflicting views on Taiwan, for example, and on China's relationship with Russia, especially when it goes to the war in Ukraine. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenyon. Now 924 and new tonight, a date has now been set in the former Baltimore City State's Attorney's mortgage fraud trial. Marilyn Mosby will stand trial January 18th. Jury selection is set for two days beginning on the 16th of January. The Baltimore Sun reports the trial is expected to take about three weeks. Mosby is accused of lying to take out tens of thousands of dollars from her city retirement savings during the pandemic and using the money to buy two properties in Florida. She's charged with committing mortgage fraud while completing those transactions. The new trial date comes just a week after a federal jury in Greenbelt found the 43-year-old guilty of two counts of perjury connected to those bank withdrawals. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. At 925, it's Frank Hanrahan. The uh, Wizards really no match for Dallas, uh, even without Kyrie Irving. Dallas comes into town and just walks out with an easy 130-117 victory over the Wizards. Not much of a fight there for the home team. Luka Doncic had 26 for the Mavericks, who get the win, and the Wizards take the loss. NBA suspending Golden State's uh, Draymond Green for five games for his participation in a fight against the Timberwolves last night. College basketball, Georgetown putting up a fight, trailing